Welcome to Shin Kicking Mondays, the Shut Up Show's free weekly coaching series where I help brave entrepreneurs kick fear to the curb, shut up, and make shit happen. Join us live every Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time. Simply go to bernieshung.com slash live. If you want your question featured, simply leave your question in the comment box. Let the Shin Kicking begin. Folks, welcome back. Shin Kicking Mondays is in full, I don't even know what the word is because it is so weird. I just have to back up real quick by saying full effect, that was the word. <laughs> um, it is so weird because before every single Shut Up Show episode uh, when Phil was still on with me, we used to robot dance before every single episode and now it's just me and I'm still robot dancing and it's so strange because I've, I've got nobody laughing with me but myself. Um, <laughs> welcome back. Last week we had the pilot episode of Shin Kicking Mondays. This is a sister series to the Shut Up Show where every single Monday I'm offering free live coaching here right on Google Hangouts on air to help all of you with any professional or personal questions that you might have as it relates to life, career, or relationships. And Last week we didn't have a question, we didn't have um, a, a, a specific dilemma for me to help somebody solve, so I just went on a rant about, <laughs> about how I got into coaching, what coaching means, and how it can help you in your business or your life um, if you're not in business. But um, I'm so excited. This week we actually have a, a great question by a dear, great friend of mine that I actually just met in person recently. but. Um, we've been in each other's network for uh, quite a few months now, if not longer than a year, I think, and I'm just so excited to be able to offer even more support and more value to help people to, to get whatever help it is that you need. And in this case, this is a very, um, it's a very common question that I find people ask me professionally. Um, and so I'm just going to get right into it. We're just going to dive right into the question today. Um, and please, John, forgive me if I don't pronounce your last name. It seems like it would just, you know, be phonetic, you know, the way you're supposed to pronounce it. So I'm sorry if I get your last name wrong. The question for today that I will be offering coaching on is from John Wilkening, who I met through the Misfit Tribe. John is awesome. Uh, real quick backstory: I met John online because we share mutual friends that include AJ and Melissa Lee. Beyond, a bunch of other misfits within Misfit Tribe, but then also um, um, Srini Rao of uh, Unmistakable Creative and so many more um, awesome people that we, we share in common. And John actually drove out all the way from Pennsylvania in his car to come to the Shut Up Show's first live event in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay, all the way from Pennsylvania in the winter. It was freaking negative 20 degrees out. Uh, I think it was this past uh, January. And uh, wow, <laughs> I was so blown away that somebody will go out of their way. And it wasn't just for our event, but the fact that he trekked on that journey and included Milwaukee as a stop on his way to Chicago and then the Twin Cities um, for the art that he, he does in his um, new online business. Anyway, blown away. So blown away, John, if you're watching, if you're listening, um, wow. <laughs> you talk about total commitment and dedication to your fellow tribe members and to 
just the, you know, I again, I'm I'm lost for words because I'm just so blown away that this guy's question today um, that he still has a problem with this thing because I think he does it so well. So I'm just going to jump right into it and tell you what the question is. And this is something I believe that we all will deal with um, in our lifetime, no matter how much experience you have at telling a story. It's hard to tell your story if you don't quite know what story it is that you want to tell. Uh, one of the things John says is that uh, you know he went to school and he worked in corporate for a very long time. So what he learned in his educational and corporate experience didn't teach him all the tools that he wished he had today to be more successful at learning how to tell his story. And so with today's coaching, he wants to learn without that background and without that skill, how did I get better at learning how to tell my story? So, John, thank you for the compliment that you think um, I know how to tell my story. <laughs> Believe me, I'm I'm still working on that craft as well. Um, definitely, one of the first answers I'll tell you is that it definitely takes practice and time, um, but there is a science to it. So we'll we'll talk about that today. Um, the current situation right now, without going into too much detail, um, John says that he has a lot of different stories to tell and there's a lot of things he's excited to talk about but he's having a hard time refining that story so that he can convey that message loud and clear because there might be too many stories going on and it's, it's kind of hard for people to follow if there's too many things to follow right so we're gonna try to help refine that story for John so that he can understand what the undercurrent is or even what the overarching theme is if there is one so that we can take all of those multiple stories and and produce one nice solid single um, if we want to call it like a tagline if we want to call it like an elevator pitch whatever we want to call it to help John get better at telling his story at least the way he wants to express that and convey that and I know you know let's back up a little bit because when we talk about telling a story there's usually two things happening here either you're a you know saying it verbally like I'm doing right here on video talking in front of you in front of a microphone and having to use my words and my speech and my tone and my cadence to help tell my story this way and you're consuming it uh, via audio and obviously because it's a video you're seeing it visually but then there's also another way to convey it in a visual manner that isn't face-to-face -face like this and John because John is an artist and he's a photographer He's trying to also be able to tell that story and convey it in a way that his audience can consume it and digest it because he has to tell the story and this is even harder than what I do. So John, if you're here listening and watching, what you have to do is even harder than what I have to do because you need to convey your messages and your story through your art form, which is photography. And um, that's not always easy to do. So we're going to dive into that as well. How do we tell a story through our craft if we're not directly doing it with speech or with writing? Um, so that is something else we will cover. I'm just looking at other things that he mentioned in here. Um, one thing he wants to take away from today's live coaching will be to have me point him in the best direction of relating to storytelling and then it's up to him to do the work and you're totally right about that John um, at the end of the day you know the coaching that I do here is offering you support 
and experiences and observations and advice and tactical information and whatever you know label we want to give it that's what I'm here to do is to give you resources so that you can go and be even more awesome and do great things in the world whether I'm there joining you or not but the reality is like John said you still need to go and do the work all of these tools and resources that you have in your toolkit are no use to you they're no good to you unless you actually apply them okay so that's kind of the first part of this coaching today I'm so freaking excited because I love Mondays now you guys when I was in my corporate sales job uh, a few years ago I used to hate Mondays I'm not even kidding you we would walk in to our little cubicles and we would like bitch and moan about how we couldn't wait for you know lunchtime to come so we can go and gossip at lunchtime about how you know horrible our bosses were and then we wait until Friday came so that we could you know look forward to the wonderful weekend we have ahead but now that I made shin kicking happening on Mondays I look forward to Mondays and I look forward to inspiring your confidence on Mondays and I look forward to you know I hate the word motivating but temporarily motivating you but hopefully inspiring you for the long term to appreciate all of the you know wonderful experiences that you have ahead of you and to not let Monday get in the way Monday doesn't have to be a day of bad attitude Monday can be your new shin kicking ass kicking you know jump start to the week um, to go do anything it is that you want to accomplish this week and I wholeheartedly believe that attitude is everything so if you start with that premise then you can't go wrong you know even when shitty things happen to you throughout the week you can't go wrong you're gonna have an awesome week okay so let's get into this coaching a little bit more so I think to directly answer that first question that John had was how did you learn to tell your story and I'm gonna answer that in a few parts because I don't think there really was a linear path that I can tell you to take to get here I think it took years and years and years of, of purging my heart and my soul in my writing and in conversations that I had with people because um, writing didn't come easy in terms of at least writing in a way where people could you know digest blog posts or articles and things like that writing in general in a journal came easy to me because nobody was reading it but me so I'd say the first step was practicing this if not daily weekly routine of journaling my thoughts journaling my feelings whether I was negative or positive happy sad mad allowing myself to have those feelings and emotions and chronicling it somewhere was so important to me because then I could go back and look at it and and decide whether I want to extract any of that information to use constructively as I'm putting together a solution or it could just simply be Bernie you're just you know you're wasting your time getting stuck in that story shut up about it and never talk about it again you've written it now here in your journal close it up put that chapter away and never look back at it again that's another thing I do with it as well so the first step for me was giving myself a place where could where I could express myself without filter without censorship and without doubting myself I just let those words and those those you know thoughts and feelings flow um, on that paper if I was handwriting it um, I use word quite a bit so you know or any equivalent of Microsoft Word I would open that up and I would first thing in the morning you know if I had a dream or if I had a thought if I had an idea I would just start jotting down 
And if I had nothing to write that day, I made sure it was a routine practice of just writing anyway. So I could have written down my grocery list, you know, and I've done that before if I had nothing to write. But as you can tell, you've, if you've been here a while now in the Shut Up Show, or um, this is only the second episode of Ocean Kicking, but if, if you've coached with me before, if you've talked with me before, you know I'm a wordy mofo. So, so I always have something to talk about or something to write about. So the writer's block doesn't happen very often. But if it does, you write your grocery list, you write maybe lyrics to your favorite song, maybe you write what you're looking at at that very specific moment in time. What it does is then it stimulates the, the creativity, right? The cre creative juices start flowing because now you're like, okay, I'm getting somewhere. Now my brain is thinking and now I have more thoughts and oh, look at that squirrel that's climbing up the tree. You know what? Last week when that black squirrel climbed up the tree, my dog started chasing it and she started barking and then I had to go and chase after her and then I remember yelling at her and swearing at her and then realizing I look like one of those crazy cat ladies, right? The, the lady down the block who has like 12 cats. I looked like her. And oh my God, people must have thought I was crazy. But you know what? Why do I care if people think I'm crazy? You know, doesn't Steve Jobs say, stay hungry and stay foolish? And it reminds me a lot of my favorite uh, quote by Epictetus, the philosopher, who said, um, in order to improve, one must be content to be thought foolish and stupid. Wow. That, that's a great philosophy because every single time I have been stupid, um, it has kind of, you know, it created a situation that was like, ugh, you know, I don't want anybody to know about that. But once it created that situation of I don't want anybody to know about that, I overcame that negative situation. I rose above it, and now I have a story of triumph to share. Oh, I remember a story of triumph. Yeah, last year when, you know, I was dealing with my ex-husband alienating me from my son. You know what? I'm going to go write about that. Okay, so did you see what I just did right there? I went off on this tangent for, what was that, like maybe, you know, 60 seconds or so? But do you see how that squirrel climbing up the tree triggered me to have these random racing thoughts of different things, and then it created the opportunity for me to find a silver lining story in something that seems so, you know, trivial and, you know, and unimportant as looking at a squirrel climbing up the tree because I have nothing to write about right now. But now I have something to write about because I remember last year when I was alienated from my son and, oh, I have a lot of emotions there. You know, I have a lot of emotions there to talk about that. So now I have a story to tell. And and here's the thing, because I, I want to preface this by saying this. Not everything you write is going to get published, okay? And I know we're talking about writing right now. I'm going to get to the storytelling in just a second. But... Not everything we write is going to be published for the world to see. So don't worry that as you're writing this stuff that you need to filter yourself right away. You're writing the stuff just for the sheer sake of getting stuff written at all so that you can do what you want with that information once you have it written. Sometimes I toss it out. Sometimes I never look at it again. Um, sometimes I share it in a blog post. Sometimes I share it as a Facebook status update. Sometimes I share it in a chapter of an ebook, like the one I just published this morning at BraveBearMedia.com. I just published the book I've been meaning to write since 2011, guys. And it came from these random racing thoughts like this, where I was like, you know, I've been sitting with these stories to tell. Why am I not sharing them somewhere? Oh, because the stories aren't refined yet. Okay, let me take them now out of my journal, and now let me extract 
the lessons that I think are important and what I've learned from it over here in an actual Word document that now is going to become the template to the book I've been meaning to write since 2011. Okay, and so this this ebook, we'll just use that as an example. This ebook that I've been meaning to write for in close to three years now it has been written because I've been writing little stories along the way for the last three years. And when I say I, you know, I've finally published it now, what I mean by that is I've taken all the stories I've written over the last three plus years, sort of, right? Not not you know, literally, because these stories have been kind of like just thoughts at one point, but they ended up being in a journal at another point, and then I took them out of the journal and put them in the book at a later point. And now the book has been written because of all of the thoughts that, that I've accumulated over the series of the last, you know, two or three years, and now I've got a body of work to show for that. As this relates to telling your story, I had a few stories to tell, and I feel like the stories have all been refined now into the one thing. I'm sorry, one thing, <laughs> because John asked the question, "How?" I have a lot of stories to tell, so how do I refine it so that I can tell this one story to people so that I don't confuse them? So we use my example again um, to kind of put this in, in you know, to a way that you can understand. So my first story when I started coaching in 2008 was I wanted to be um, a coach for women who were divorced or they were going to go through a divorce or they just didn't feel worthy of themselves because they had a relationship that was abusive and um, you know they had a lot of self-doubt and I wanted these women to have the confidence to be anything they they could be, and I wanted to be that source of inspiration for them to say, yeah, I can do it too if Bernie can. And then that was the first story I wanted to tell, right? So giving, helping this woman to find the confidence to be anything she can be despite her current circumstances, whether it's a, a husband or boyfriend holding her back or whether it's just her own self-doubt holding her back. That was one story. Now the story that I wanted to tell the following year was to talk about how at times I felt like an imposter because I'm, you know, 411, this Asian chick. At the time I had very long hair. It wasn't even a full hawk yet or, or whatever this is that I have now. Um, and, and so there was this imposter syndrome going on. Now, now I want to help coach people about, you know, feeling like you're never good enough, pretending to be somebody you're not. And then now the pressure of, of, holding to this this thing that I say I'm going to be um, is I kind of recorded myself right I've created this this uh, conflict for myself because I let people think I was something I really wasn't um, and it was this hi I'm Bernie and I'm the life coach you know I mean no disrespect to people you know who talk that way or act that way but I was trying to be conservative I had the long hair I was trying to do the whole clothes thing so that you know with the person I'm trying to reach be okay with the way I look don't wear earrings too big don't wear too much makeup you know like I was doing all that stuff so then you know we're now struggling with the whole imposter syndrome so my story started being let's break the imposter syndrome right because I had to break through it eventually uh, one story another story the third story ended up being that I had codependent relationships with men. I was like, you know, no offense to people who are still in that phase right now, but a couple of years back, I was going out to the clubs. I was throwing myself at guys and thinking that that was how I was going to find love. Are you kidding me? And so when I broke through that, you know, what I call the slut phase, because we all have it, don't judge. You know we all have been there before. <laughs> um, 
I had to go through that slut phase for me to realize I never had a slut phase before. And so then there were so many lessons I took away from even that phase as well. And it was I was chasing men and, and drinking and smoking because I didn't feel good enough about myself. And if I didn't feel good about, enough about myself, then I wasn't respecting my body. And I wasn't respecting the kind of relationship that I truly deserved. And so, you know, that's that's another story in itself, too, is this whole not ever feeling good enough. So you you latch on to vices, right, like like toxic relationships and drugs and alcohol or whatever to help get you through because you don't want to confront it. You don't want to deal with it. You know, fourth story, you know, you guys have heard me talk about it before is, you know, um, the, the molestation and, you know, the, the things that happened to me that, that caused me to have some of the mental health issues that I've dealt with growing up, um, feeling a little different and feeling a little uncomfortable about, you know, being touched inappropriately when I was a kid. So that's a whole other story in itself. And I could go on and on, but we're going to stop there. At, I've got four stories to tell now. So the question is, Bernie, how did you take your four stories and make them all relevant enough to fall underneath one big category that your audience can understand, Bernie? Like, how did you do that? And the thing is, I didn't know how I was going to do it, but in the process of, of work I've done with other coaches, um, in the process I've done with, with investing in myself through self-help and professional and personal development, Lots of books I've read, lots of, you know, the coaching that I've gotten, just various ways that I've really learned to hone what it is that I'm really good at. I realized that there were three huge themes that were playing out in the work that I do with people, in the coaching that I do, and in the speaking that I do, and some of the consulting that I do. And the three themes were in alignment with all of those stories that I have to tell. I've only really told you four, but there's more. And here they are. And, and I'll kind of walk through how I came about understanding that these were all of the different stories and how they paralleled into one big category. The first couple of themes, or rather stories that I was telling was about how I had to finally speak up and speak out and stand up and stand out because I had felt so suppressed for a very long time um, in my culture a very patriarchal culture, so women shouldn't really talk. We should be obedient and subservient and submissive. So for me, having to go against the grain and break out of that norm was a very hard thing. So one of the big things that I kept seeing myself do really well that a lot of people wanted to model after was finding my voice to speak out and speak up about things I didn't agree with and to stand out and be different, right? So, so... I didn't know if those were the same category or not, so I talked to my coach about it, and she helped me to understand. She's like, well, what else do you do well? So you're good at speaking up and speaking out. You're good at standing out, looking different, acting different. She's like, what else? And then I think the third one I said was, uh, whenever I talk to people, they have the tendency to tell me that they feel really inspired or, like, really excited about something because I'm very animated, I'm very energetic, and, you know, I radiate, radiate a lot of positivity. And I think I kind of knew that, that I've always wanted to be that way. I guess I didn't realize how, how good I was at that until people started telling me, my gosh, you were just a ball of energy, and you're so awesome, you're so helpful, thanks, you know. And so I realized that I was also really good at helping ignite that that spark in people, right? That positivity and that excitement in people. So I told her about like five different things that I was good at. And out of the five things, she pulled out for me 
these things. And she said, okay, based on all the things you said, here's what I think you're really good at. She's like, you're really good at um, helping people to stop asking for permission, you know, to be who they want to be and say what they want to say and do what they want to do. Okay. So whatever you want to call that, you're really, really good at that. And then she said, another really thing that you seem to be good at is um, being different, you know, standing out. You don't look and act like everybody else, you know. You, you go against the grain, you've been really rebellious. So whatever you want to call that, call it something. But I think that's something separate as well. And then she said for the third, third thing, obviously, is helping people to feel inspired and motivated to go and take action. And she said that's a huge gift as well. And I think that's in a whole other category itself. So whatever you want to call that, call it something else as well. She's like, there's three things that are going on, and it's totally cool. But you can even take those three things and sum it up even more. And so we talked a little bit further, and we summed it up even more. And I ended up calling that thing, those three things, right, sparking people and sparking movements. Because, I mean, you get that. when you, If you picture what that looks like, it makes sense, right? You're, like, lighting that fire underneath these people's asses, as I've called it you're sparking them to get up and you know get up and go do something and and take action on whatever that thing it is that they're sitting on and whether it's you're sparking a person specifically to go and do a tactical item today or whether it's sparking a bunch of people to go and create a movement you know that's what you're good at burning so she helped me to define that all of the things i've been talking about was about sparking people and sparking movements and so now I've summed that up, the sparking people and sparking movements. I've summed that up to be the story that I tell when I talk to people. Because, uh, you know, many of you follow me uh, on my newsletter and online. And so you know that my tagline isn't Bernie the Life Coach, right? I'm the shin-kicking life spark. Shin-kicking because I'm 4'11", so I can't reach your ass. I can only kick your shins. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the truth. I'm not even kidding you. I can't make this shit up. And my friends made up that tagline for me. Uh, I wish I was brilliant enough to come up with the shin-kicking life spark. I didn't. One friend called me a life spark. Another friend said I was shin-kicking because I was too short. And so we put the two together, and I ended up now becoming the shin-kicking life spark. And so when people say, oh, what is it that you do? Then I say I spark people in movements. So, John, to go back and answer your question even a little bit more specifically is if you can sum up every single thing that you do, all of those stories, whether or not they seem to align, do you find that there is a common theme that keeps jumping out at you from each of those stories? And if so, it doesn't have to be one. I say shoot for one. But, but if you can't find one, find three. Three is manageable. My coach last year taught me that three is manageable. You can find at least three things that jump out at you when you think about your stories, when you think about your experiences. Come up with three. And then when you find those three stories out, again, my three stories or my three themes, if you will, again, were um, stop asking for permission, um, kill the need to blend in, right? And I'll, I'll tell you what I've recalled these categories, by the way, and then, um, you know, sparking people in movements. And so when I was thinking about those three things that I'm really good at and I summed it up, Right, I summed it up into one thing that I want people to know me for. I want you to know me for being the shin-kicking life spark because I spark people and movements. That becomes the, the topic of conversation with us. And then later on they can say, oh, really? That's great. 
how do you do that? That's when I can go into my discussion, right, John? You can go into your discussion about take whichever one of your five stories that you have and go down the path, whatever is relevant to whatever it is that you're talking about. So if I'm at a conference and I'm telling people on the Shin Kicking Life Spark, I spark people in movements, and they're like, really? You know, what does that mean as it relates to this parental alienation conference that we're at? Oh, it's great you asked that question. In fact, just the other year, my ex-husband and I had a disagreement, and he decided to send me a letter that, that just totally threw me off my game. And for the last 18 months, um, he's alienated me from my son. Boom. Okay, there's that one specific story that I can have with that person as it relates to the thing that we're there for, that we're meeting each other for. And it relates all the way back to the, the you know, if you think about it kind of like an umbrella, right, kind of like the hier hierarchical chart, the organization chart. At the top is, you know, Bernie Shung, the, the Shinkinke Life Spark, who sparks people in movements. But as you go down, it's like, what are one of the people in movements that she helps? the people who have been affected by parental alienation. This one over here is the people who've been, uh, who've suffered from depression or like bipolar disorder and you know they, they have mental health issues. Another bucket over here might be um, somebody who just left corporate and they're starting their own business and they're not sure of themselves. You know, another bucket over here might be um, Asian women who are afraid to have a voice. You know, I mean, there are so many different buckets, but I choose which story I want to tell when we get to that really intimate setting where we can have that conversation. But to start that conversation at all on a podcast or something like this where we're just talking in general or tweeting somebody online or putting on Facebook status update on your business page, You've got to start at the top of what it is that you do overall. And so, John, I really believe that you don't have as much trouble telling your story, per se. I think you do a really great job. I've been on your blog before, and, and to put uh, you on the spot, this is actually kind of a cool thing that Google Hangout lets us do. But I'm going to screen share. I hope you guys can see this. But I'm screen sharing John's blog. Dude can write. Okay, that's his mug right there. It's my smart friend, my fellow misfit. And here's what he wrote on his About Me page. He said, I transformed the world around me into a hazy dream using a pinhole camera. Without a lens, everything is simultaneously in focus and not sharp. Motion transformed into lines of color. Each image feels like an alternative version of reality, reminding you that the life is but a dream. What can I help you what can I do to help you today? Honestly, ask me anything. I will do my best. Okay, and then he's got a little contact form right there. But no, John doesn't have a problem telling his story. I think right now the, the real dilemma is John taking his stories and finding an overarching theme, if we want to call it that, um, so that he can convey his entire story, right? His entire portfolio. It was, it was something I was saying in a, in a coaching call today I had with a client. I said that sometimes we create a movement um, because we're not quite sure if we can tackle that big massive project that we want to work on and later on we realize as we've evolved as professionals and online businesses we realize that we just created a TV show on an entire network 
but now we need to realize what is that entire network called <laughs> you know and who are we helping you know and it's similar to me I mean I started the shut up show last year um, and a couple of years before that I started um, BernieShung.com, which is my blog, but right now, literally within the last two weeks, two, three weeks, I've launched the Brave Bear Revolution, which is my network, like my client said today to me. It's like having, like, like Oprah creating the own network, you know, and I, I've just launched my network. I've just launched my revolution. I've just launched my tribe today, really, um, with the launch of my book, which is called The Year of the Brave Bear. Um, after the fact, after I had already started a coaching business, after I had already started a podcast and web show, after I had already started a strategy consulting company, you know, so it's kind of like sometimes things don't go in the right order, but it's totally cool. It's totally okay. So right now, John is looking for what is my big thing? In the meantime, well, here's what John does. Let's take a look at it. I'm going to go to his portfolio because I've seen his work. He's awesome. He is seriously awesome. So we're just going to take a look at some of John's work. Look at this stuff, you guys. I mean, seriously, look at this art. This is beautiful. I mean, oh, man, conveying a story. Let's click on this one. Conveying a story is so hard to do it in this simple image because John has to find the angles and the lighting and the timing, right, and, and the subjects in his photos to make sure that the photo is telling the story he wants to convey to you. And if I take a look at this, I mean, it's telling me so many things. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but, I mean, look at that train going by really fast. The motion and the activity in that is so beautiful. It, it's, it's fast. It's, it's telling me that my goodness, um, there's this guy in the suit, right? He's probably, his arms are up where he looks like he's holding on to his iPhone or something. And he looks like he's probably commuting that day. So the story is telling me that there's this guy who's commuting to work and he's probably bored and he's probably thinking about where he would rather be than to be there. And to see the train going past him so fast like that is kind of talking about like life is going so fast before you. Why don't we slow down? Why don't we, you know, stop and smell the roses? But look, this is our life. You know, guy in his suit looking down at his phone waiting for the, the train to stop so he can go to his next destination. And the train is just moving so fast before our eyes. What are we doing in this moment, right? What are we doing in this moment instead of letting life pass us by? And, John, I could be completely wrong there, but, I mean, the way you capture this was just so beautiful. I mean, so, guys, um, learning how to tell a better story, um, the science to it is to just think about the stories that you're already telling and then here I'm trying I'm trying to talk while I'm, I'm trying to bring my face back <laughs> I'm trying to bring my face back here here we are I'm back I think okay um, see how weird that is <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing I'm I'm pretty technologically inclined but that was really weird that I, I was able to do that and nothing broke um, but 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 the bottom line is this, you have so many stories within you. It's just a matter of taking all of the stories together, right, and thinking about what are the lessons that you've learned that you can teach others. And then how do we keep breaking that down into an even more narrow, defined story to tell? That's, that's the bottom line. That's really the science to it. Just tell a bunch of stories, whether it's through 
recording yourself on your voice memo on your iPhone. If you're an Android user, use the equivalent to that. Um, recording a video of yourself talking, even like this, on Google Hangouts or Skype. Um, writing down in your journal every single day or writing on a Word document. Uh, another place I tell people to write to is 750words.com. That's 750words.com. Great place to write every single morning without filtering yourself. It records what you say. And, um, you know, get in the practice of, of, of journal, uh, I'm sorry, uh, chronicling your thoughts, ideas, and emotions because it's going to come to use later on when you least expect it when you least expect it meaning because you want to write a book because you want to write a blog post because you want to write a Facebook status update because you want to write a newsletter email to go out to your friends because you want to write it you know in an ebook or um, a manifesto or a free opt-in um, PDF for people to come and subscribe to your website so just write in general and you'll and pay attention to the themes that are playing out as a result of all the writing that you will do if you're not a writer then then do more audio record yourself talking about your thoughts and then play back and listen to it and really be mindful of what you're saying and why it matters and then when you go and you want to think about how to, to, to tell the story to other people and how you want to refine it in a way where they're not hearing 10 different stories but one big takeaway from your story, it can only start with you diving deeper into all of those stories to see if there is a common theme, if there is, um, you know, one takeaway that you would even, you know, think about in terms of, playing back this this movie of you, right? This movie reel of your life. As you play it back and you see all the tapes, what's coming to your mind? What word are you thinking of when you when you hear or see what you're hearing and seeing as you replay the, the life and the story of you? And for me, I didn't know the answers right away. I mean, I'm going on year six in 2014 here of the coaching I've been doing and I didn't know all the answer guys and I still don't but I feel like I've got a stronger hold of the story I want to tell and the voice that I'm using to express myself and convey that story because I finally lived the life worth writing about that's really what it comes down to so even if you're not a writer get in the habit of writing in general anyway because it will help you to you know, create that story and to get closer to refining it in a message that can be digestible and consumable by the people that you want to reach out to. And here's another quick one too, John, and for everybody else who's watching and listening. Um, also consider asking people that you trust and you know. So John, you could even reach out to me and say, hey Bernie, when you go to my website, when you read my writing, my blog, you know, when you look at my photos, when you when you met me in person, you know, what three words jumped out at you? Like you can even do something as simple as that. You know, polling your audience, if you want to call it that, or your, your tribe, and say, what comes to mind when you think of me? And then that will really help you to um, best understand how to then communicate that to the people you're trying to help. I know that was a really long way for us to kind of wrap our head around this question, and they know that we might have not dove into 
um, some places maybe that you wanted us to, John. But uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you, you guys all you know, have access to me for the most part by just going to bernieshang.com slash live where this main landing page sits for the, the Monday uh, shin kicking. Um, there's a comment box underneath where you can leave comments. But you can also reach out to me very privately on a more intimate level as well by emailing me at lifespark at bernieshang.com. If you have any additional questions about what I talked about today or uh, the prior episode, John, if you have anything specific you want to follow up on because I know we may have missed some things, but bottom line, guys, um, the, the best way to refine your story is to simply write those stories and find the common thread in all of them and ask people for help to help you determine what some of those threads are if you're having a hard time seeing it yourself, right? So, folks, um, that's it for another awesome shin-kicking Monday. John Wilkening, thank you so much for um, sending in your question and us using you as a guinea pig for today's conversation. Um, check John's stuff out. He's awesome. He's at johnwilkening.com, and that's J-O-N-W-I-L-K-E-N-I-N-G.com. And if you don't want to miss another uh, Shin Kicking Monday, again, check out this landing page for the show. We air every Monday at 12 p.m. Central Daylight Time at bernieshung.com slash live. You can watch it from that page, and there's a Facebook comments box underneath where you can leave comments or questions there. Or if you're my Google friend, then uh, I will also actually show the live feed of each episode right at Google Hangouts and uh, you can find me at uh, plus.google.com slash plus sign Bernie Shung or just go ahead and look for Bernie Shung on Google Plus and you'll get to my page and I'll show you that I air an episode like this every single Monday. So um, a few more things just in case you missed it last week's show we also have an exclusive group of um, uh, brave entrepreneurs who are talking and helping each other out. John's in there, I'm in there. And uh, that's over at the Facebook group called The Brave Bear Revolution. And you can find that by going to facebook.com slash groups slash brave bear revolution. And then finally, and most importantly, my book. I've published the unabridged version of the book today. So you can get a free copy. I'm having it up for a limited amount of time to give people a free copy um, over at bravebearmedia.com. All the info is in there uh, about how to go and download the book for free. I'm so excited. My editor said I did a much better job this time around with my edits. So the book I've been meaning to write since 2011 is finally here, guys. I've got to finish up a couple more chapters and you know clean it up, format it. My illustrator is still writing, uh, is still drawing the book cover, which I'm so excited about the vision that she has uh, for the book cover. But uh, the book will be crossing fingers, uh, ready and available in the Kindle store on Amazon on May 26, uh, 2014. So I'm so excited. Just five months after I had the crazy idea to write a book in a single afternoon. You know, what the hell, right? <laughs> no idea what the hell I'm doing. Let's go and make some shit happen. So anyway, I'm so excited. Um, I hope you check it out. Again, bravebearmedia.com. Download an unabridged version for free or just simply share it with your friends. If you think any other 
uh, entrepreneurs out there need a little bit of kicking in the shin um, or some shutting up so they can go make shit happen like I did. And hopefully, uh, John, you got a little bit of that today in today's Shin Kicking Monday. And all of you, thank you again for joining uh, this week. I'm so excited. I think this is you know, moving a little bit more smoothly than the first time. But uh, I will feature questions if you have them. And if not, I'll just go on a monologue every Monday. So if you do have a question, again, check us out, bernieshong.com slash live. Go to the Facebook comments and leave your uh, question for next week Monday otherwise I will see you guys all next week Monday 12 noon central time alright I'll talk to you later bye folks join other brave entrepreneurs who are kicking fear to the curb shutting up and making shit happen at theshutupshow.com slash subscribe